Hello there. General. Welcome. <laughs> Unbelievable. Welcome to the Babbles Guild, where we watch and review films, and if you're lucky, a few TV series and games along the way. So come in, take a seat, grab yourself a drink, and get comfortable. I'm Luke, and as always, I'm joined by the UK's leading James Brown impersonator. Wow! Jamie. There it is! There it is. The most incredible noise I've ever heard in my life. How are you? I'm good. Just soaking in the uh, the, the bank holiday sunshine. I'm a little bit sunburned my from it. My God. But it's been... Honestly. It's <laughs> been a good little jubilee weekend. And, um, it has. So just a, a little shout out to yourself as well. Very much a happy birthday. Uh, you just celebrated oh, thank a, you. another year of time passing since your birth. So oh, yeah. congratulations. Uh, 20, 26 whole years it's been. Honestly, well, twenty six years in a day now. That's so ironic because it's the exact number of Star Wars Star Wars spin off series that have been announced in the last day. Ah, yes, it is twenty six <laughs> in a day. Yeah, it's the <laughs> average word. I'd say at the moment. It is twenty six point one. Honestly, there's been so many, hasn't there? Announced, it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's well, they're they're all good. Touch wood. Most of them are good. They're very good. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they're going to be good. <laughs> so I'm not too mad we'll about never it. Never know. Yeah, but how are you? Never know. I'm good. Um, I went to a Brewdog hotel. Um, drank a load of beer. I had some beers in the fridge in a um in the shower. It's like a shower fridge. Yep, and it had beer in it. And then I had um, a tap in the room with beer as well. And I've taken one of the beers home with me, and that's what is going to be today's um perfect pour. I'm going to do that in a moment. Yeah, Fan favorite, seems to be a mainstay immediately. I think it's it's got to be. It's got to be a mainstay, but that means I've got to drink every time we record. And that's a hard life. <laughs> it is a hard life. It's a really, really, really hard <laughs> life. Um, you know what? This, I don't think there's much news apart from all the Star Wars stuff being announced. Well, actually, there was a state of play yesterday, wasn't there? There was the so state of play. So we've seen there was quite a lot yes. of VR content because the VR two for PlayStation is coming out soon. Uh, and do you want me to tell you something about that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get oh it. Oh my god, me too. Well, actually, I'm, wow. I'm partially tempted purely because I do a lot of Formula One racing and it is VR yeah. compatible. And something about having the VR with my steering wheel, my pedals, and being in the cockpit, I feel like that could be quite fun, especially because it's hard yeah, to see the cars are next to you. And if I can just turn my head in real life to see, oh yeah. Uh, that'd be you know what I think for stuff like that it's really good like usually sort of like stuff that purpose built is okay but when they try and like hack it onto other games like when they did um, Skyrim VR like yeah. you don't need it do you really no VR's a little bit gimmicky in my eyes still um, so it's like it little is. party games Beat Saber that kind of thing but yeah I mean Beat Saber's pretty good but you know it's not like I wouldn't jump at a chance to play it but yeah we had a state of play um, they've got a Resident Evil 4 remake we have. which obviously is going to be pretty pretty good as the last ones go there was the Callisto Protocol which is basically Dead Space isn't there yeah it is essentially it looks very Dead Spacey, it's the same developers isn't it and, um, I think so yeah. yeah so that should be quite fun to play And uh, it definitely should and you're interested in a very particular game yes I am, Stray where you mm. in a futuristic city with all the neon lights, you're a stray cat navigate. It's like a puzzler platformer um, kind of game. So that I believe is going to be free on the premium 
PlayStation Plus service that's coming out later in June. And I believe you can also get it for about £22 on Steam. That's not bad. It's, I mean, it's, oh, but it's then, an indie game. Obviously that tells... Yeah, I mean, that says it's probably going to be about, what, like eight hours long, probably? Maybe. I mean... Well, you, you never know. Again, it's an indie game, so it might be a case that they're wanting to get themselves on the map. Um, yeah. It's been... I mean, it's took long enough to come out. Yeah, because they showed it when they first announced the PlayStation 5, when they did... It was September 2019, yeah, I want to say. I think uh, so, 2020, maybe. September 2020, sorry, was when it was first uh, announced, when, yeah. they did, when they did the um, the PlayStation 5 reveal. So been a long time coming it has been a long time coming um, still no Ragnarok <laughs> oh yeah still no Ragnarok um, it's, it'll, it's definitely coming out this year but <laughs> <laughs> probably not um, uh, disclaimer if I sound a bit bunged up a bit snotty it's because the hay fever season has finally descended upon the UK and I'm going to edit the rest of these out but here is me blowing my nose <laughs> horrendous it sounded um, a bit like the little thing they do at the beginning of or the end of the simpsons the 20th century fox da, 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 da. The oh, yeah, it they do it beforehand. yeah it did actually um i'm not gonna try and do that again <laughs> um <laughs> it's honestly i've been fine i've been fine all year and um or the past couple of months and yesterday it was just like a sudden wave of pollen hit me and my hay fever just absolutely started but i'm no sprayed up i've had my tablets so hopefully that'll hold it off for the duration it's a a nasty beast it is a nasty beast now I'm going to move swiftly on before we get into this podcast to um, a little section that I call the perfect pour perfect pour of the week perfect pour of the week Uh, I'll take a photo again once I've poured this Jamie and I'll send it over to you if no one's interested in beer skip ahead about two minutes, <laughs> and you, uh, but you know what? I'm going to carry on doing this. Uh, I'm going to get my camera up just to take a picture of it for you, Jamie. Now today's beer is it is a Brew Dog um, Hazy Jane, which is sort of a sort of ale type thing, a New England IPA. That's what it is. But this has got guava in it. Ooh, exotic. Yes, yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's a little bit exotic, a little bit sweet. Um, it's five percent, and here's here's oh, <laughs> there's a little ding, clink ding. on the glass there. Little ding ding, honestly, round two. Uh, <laughs> so as always, I'll try and get the perfect pour. So here it is. Here's the cracking open. Oh, listen to that. Uh, right now, I'm gonna do it slightly differently today because I didn't get a good head on it last time, and I feel like already doing it this way, I'm getting a better better pour now that looks quite good to me it's might not be perfect but here it is is this Jamie the perfect pour now obviously you might say it's not you might say it is who knows but I've sent it through to you and this will be going up on the old ah, there's the ding. social media obviously today whenever this goes up it's got yeah, nice coloration, a nice amount of head to it. I would say that it's a good beer. It's a perfect pour. Wow, James giving it a perfect pour. But what do you think? Obviously, have a look on Instagram. Tell me what you think. Um, that's a nice beer. Um, the Hazy Jane's usually quite nice, but the Guava ones, it just gives it that little bit, little bit of an edge. 
Mm. It's a bit of, a bit, of a bit of fruitiness. Add a little bit of spice. Yes. A little bit of fruity spice to the to the old mixture. Now we have decided, as you can tell by the episode, the title of this episode to go against what we're saying and we're not doing Rogue One. We're just gonna not go for, for it weeks. and just do yeah, just do the Obi Wan series. The next four weeks it's gonna be obviously today's Obi Wan episode three, then four, five and six, and then we will carry on with the old Rouge One. So, to start off, Jamie, what did you think of this episode? Because I know you had to watch it twice. Yeah, I think I, I did enjoy the episode. I watched, I watched through it, and I really enjoyed it. But I got to the end, and I thought the bit that was big and that everyone liked, which we'll get on to, I thought just kind of missed the mark for me. I thought it was missing something and I don't want to be one of those people who are like oh they've just given us what we want to see but I thought oh they kind of have and I wanted to see it but they've not executed it the way I wanted them to but I watched it again and I thought no actually yeah that's that's pretty pretty cool <laughs> so, I am um, <laughs> I'm again excited for the next one I want more 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 I how do you like it? How do you like it? How do you like it? More, more, more! Oh. Wow! Amazing! Um, wow! That was a little one. <laughs> it's gonna take <laughs> Only a, a very tiny James Brown. Yes. Adolescent James Brown. Wee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I liked the pacing of it. I have a few trepidations still, which we can get onto as we get through. Um, but for the most part, I thought it was another solid episode. Yeah, it was. It was pretty solid, wasn't it? It was. Um, it was an, I thought it had a nice pace. Obviously, we'll go through all the major story beats, but I thought it had a nice pace. It had um, a nice, nice split between sections dedicated to Vader and sections dedicated to Obi Wan. Thought it was quite good. Nice, nice time. It was, and it was great to see Vader back on screen again. I think. Uh, they've written it really well. The character they've given us the Vader that we wanted to see and that we were expecting to see. They've yes, they've shown definitely. his anger, his ruthlessness, and they've shown just how powerful he really is. Because I feel like everyone knows Darth Vader's powerful. Even people who just watched the the main films will know that he's very powerful. Yeah. But I feel like if you've just watched the main films, people miss out on how powerful he is in his prime. Like just how ruthless and unstoppable he's supposed to be. Um, oh, definitely. So we got to finally see that in live action because you only get a small glimpse of it in Rogue One towards the end, which we'll talk about in about three or four weeks' time. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think they nailed Vader. Um, the character of Kenobi, I, that's where I'm struggling. I feel like... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about that now. And... Well, I think we'll get when when there's a little bit in the story, and you just tell me. Yeah, you yeah, say you say what you think's a bit dodgy. Um, anyway, we'll get into it. Uh, it starts off, and Obi Wan's trying to commune yet again with the old Liam Neeson, and again, every time this happens, I think we're going to get a Liam Neeson Force Ghost, but obviously we don't. There's um, a little bit of cross cutting, then, isn't there, between dialogue um, of sort of like Yoda and Qui-Gon Jinn's voice appears and loads of different Jedi and then it's nice it cuts with the dialogue with scenes of Anakin getting all of the Vader armour pieces attached into him and then it sort of ends on this really really great shot of Vader's mask and then 
the breathing and the shot is just it's so well framed and the lighting <laughs> is glorious did you pause it just before the mask went down to get a glimpse i of did see oh doesn't hayden look good in all those prosthetics it was honestly like the prosthetic works great on the show like we've said this before like the budget is crazy but yeah. especially for him like because he's like the seminal character it's like they've brought hayden back putting Vader back on screen. It's it's a bloody good time. I'm glad they have because we get to see a bit of him without the mask and potentially we might see more of him without the mask, maybe talking without a full mask on. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see it at some stage and just to see Hayden actually acting. And I feel like you get more of Vader's emotion when... Well, you, you probably will do if he's not got the mask and the robotic voice. Yeah, it's his face. Um... It's cool knowing that Hayden's in that suit and that he's wearing it. It is. That's it, it could be any. It could be anyone bit. in there. Let's be honest. It, it could be, but yeah. But I'm gonna say knowing it's, it's him, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it is. It makes it makes it like so much sweeter. Uh, I like that Vader's already got his castle, like he does in Rogue One. Yes, already got the castle that's already been on built, um, and yes, it is on Mustafar. Yeah. Yes, uh, and. James Earl Jones is back. He is. I'm so glad that Get he's come back in. to the voice. That it's so good. I feel like it could be replicated quite well, but it just wouldn't hit the same unless it was James Earl Jones. No, it definitely wouldn't. No. Sorry, I tried to speak as I was swallowing a mouthful <laughs> of beer then. Um, no, it definitely wouldn't. Because I always remember in Rogue One, I thought his voice sounded a bit off, it did. but it is James Earl Jones. So I don't know what was. He might have been having an off day. Who knows? He sounded a bit but too it, accented in Rogue One. Yes, he did. In this one, he's going full Mufasa in this one. Yeah, it's the same actress. Which is, which is, yeah, he did which, yeah, which well. is exactly, exactly what I wanted. Um, anyway, it moves on, and Obi Wan has fixed Lola, which is a nice thing. We get Lola, which is the little droid for Leia. She's, she's been fixed, and she's back. And then we land on another planet. Um, which isn't sort of named until very shortly after, but you soon realise it's going to be an Imperial planet, which yes. has been completely taken over by the Imperials. And the planet, if I've written this down properly, is a planet called Mapuzo. Mapuzo, is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, there's a little bit where Obi-Wan is talking to Leia, and she's like, where are you? And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, this planet is called Mapuzo. He sounded very Alec Guinness then. Yeah, well, I mean, he's slowly turning into it. I think the blocked nose helps as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does. He's, he says this is Mapuzo, so I'm assuming that's either the place or the planet that they're on. Um, I've never heard of it before. Obviously, he said it used to be all wheat fields and communities, but the Imperials have come in the Empire and just destroyed the entire thing. And then we see... A um a vision of Anakin, don't we? Like out of Vader suit yes. in his Jedi robes. Well, that's um a Ben Obi Wan. That's his. He's got like some form of PTSD, hasn't he? He's he's yes, clearly terrified. Yes. And th- this is the bit where I'm a bit like with his character. I'm a bit kind of. Mm, I feel like he's he seems very weak and scared in this. He and does. I can appreciate maybe it's the kind of guilt and stuff like, oh, what have I done to Anakin? Maybe he's scared of meeting him. Maybe he doesn't want to hurt him. Maybe he's worried what Anakin's become. But I feel like he's just... He's become a bit of a... For want of 
trying to say it in a way that isn't <laughs> it's PG. He's become a bit of a wimp. There we go. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's not like Obi Wan in either the prequels or in Episode Four. So I'm yeah. wonder, I'm hoping they tie him the story like he's lost his connection to the Force a little bit. He's become a bit of all his time away. He has become weak. He has become scared and paranoid. And w- when I would like to see him reconnect with Qui Gon, I'd love to. See, that cameo's coming. It's got to be coming. They, they've teased it in all yeah, the episodes. It, it needs to. If it doesn't happen, then it'll be the it'll be the biggest not letdown, but it'll be like the biggest wasted opportunity that they could have had. Yeah, I th- I think so. So I'd like to see him finally connect with him, maybe in the next episode, and and then him be reminded, you are Obi Wan. You are not this Ben that you've created. You are Obi Wan Kenobi, and he gets back in touch with the Force. He becomes strong again, and then he becomes brave again because he's not at the moment. He used to very be very brave, calm, and wise, and now he's very emotional he's not, and no. scared. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's my only only gripe there. But he's clearly got these hallucinations. He's some some form of like PTSD. And I think it's just the subtlety of showing that he he doesn't know what Anakin's going to look like. He doesn't know that Vader has this mechanical suit. He just sees a very pale figure that looks like he remem- how he remembers Anakin yes. looking out on the hill. And it's, that was good to see Hayden Christensen there. Um, they made yes, him, it was. It was nice. They made him look a lot younger. I had to pause it again. He looked quite pale, obviously. But they he looks... Yeah. Obviously, he's about in his 40s now, I believe. Um and he still looks good for his age, but they made him look very that, young out de-aging. on the hill. He looked like he did in episode three. He did, but it's that de-aging stuff that they yeah. use in all the Marvel films, isn't it? They've just slapped that on him. Mm. But it was from a distance yeah, as well, it, so... Yeah, it was. But I do think it's nice that they sort of brought him back. But I think it's sort of like the Force is calling out to him. Like Obviously, there's a very big like Force connection between Vader and Obi-Wan, like there was in... The ones that don't exist, seven, eight, nine, with a character called yes. um, Ray and uh, Kylo Ren, they have that connection. The don't Force they? Dyad. Um, yeah. So yeah. and it's sort of like that. I'm feel that's the feeling that I'm sort of getting. Yes, because Obi Wan, which we'll get onto, does later on sense that he's there. But I've seen some people say that Anakin and Vader are obviously like two separate characters. People that are really into Star Wars as well will get so mad if you ever call Darth Vader Anakin or Anakin Darth Vader they see that as two alter egos completely separate characters Um, and some people have said that's Anakin he's still there he's trying to warn Obi-Wan that Vader's coming for him which I quite liked but I mean someone was like well no it's definitely not he's just got PTSD and hallucinating (laughs) because he's scared that Vader's going to show up but you never know but that was really cool to see sorry I took about 10 minutes to just go through that little bit <laughs> that was... hey, no but it, it's a very it's a very important part because it, show, it shows that Obi-Wan's still got that connection to the young um, to the young Anakin doesn't it uh, yeah and it shows it sets it up quite well to show you that he is scared of Vader and he is he doesn't want his nerves about running into him yeah he definitely is um, now last week I predicted that uh whatever her name is, the third sister, that she was going to go on the run and it was going to be her trying to hunt down Obi-Wan so she could please Darth Vader. And I was sort of right. Kind but of. it's sort of a competition between all the Inquisitors, isn't it? Yeah, who can catch To become him the Grand Inquisitor. But then, so that does that mean he is dead? The Grand I Inquisitor. I don't think so. I think I have no idea. Because they... I noticed she said that she wanted to get revenge on... To, to shed this to Vader when she was talking to him that she wanted to get revenge on Kenobi for what he did to the Grand Inquisitor. I can't remember yeah. the full quote, but she kind of said, for what he... And then she paused 
So it's almost like they were about to say for killing him, but they kind of cut that line short. She kind of paused before she yeah. said it, and then Vader said, if you bring me Obi-Wan, then you will be made the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, so yeah, I was uh, a bit like, they're kind of trying to hint he's dead, but at the same time, they didn't finish that sentence, which suggests to me that they they haven't killed him. He's in Rebels. Well, like, yeah, exactly. They can't, they they can't, can't do it. They Rebels. can't get rid of Come him. on. Um, so well they're not because um, Chopper is going to be in Ahsoka isn't he he is exactly unless Ahsoka gets retconned because part of Mandalorian will have to be because they were talking about Thrawn in Mandalorian unless it's a different version of Thrawn oh it's just so confusing it's It's not complicated (laughs) I think he'll come back Uh, at the end and he'll kill the third sister like (laughs) surprise I'm still alive probably and then it'll be a big old fun time Um, I've written the um I've just put music is fantastic and in brackets probe droid launch so it's when they're releasing all the probe droids to go to the, all the other planets to find oh, everyone because yeah. you know he's at like a mining planet or something the music of the series is brilliant it's it's so good it sets the scene very well it captures the atmosphere it's um the cinematography is good apart from in one point which we'll get onto in a moment <laughs> I've got another gripe believe it or not Oh, great, okay. I love but the gripe. We discussed this last week, that the sets and everything and the atmosphere and the way they set the scene is just incredible. You feel so immersed it is. in it. You wouldn't, it's amazing. You wouldn't think, oh, it's a small set. Like, when Obi-Wan's walking th- with Leia through the planet, you genuinely feel as if he is on this massive open planet that stretches yes, from Yes, you really do. You don't feel like it's a camera shot of just one small part and then... Like there was this the battle between Ray and Kylo Ren in Episode Nine when they're in the desert on I think they're on Jakku then uh, I want to say yeah pretty sure they and, are or well, no, no it's, it's not, not is it it's, it's another the planet. what's it? it's the one with all it's one where they say that stupid line they fly now yeah wherever that is and when Ray has the fight with Kylo Ren and she like cuts the wing off his thing there's like sand dunes around the flat area where they are. But you yes. kind of feel as if there's nothing on the other side of those sand dunes. Yeah. Whereas with Obi Wan, I genuinely felt in on that planet that it stretched for miles and miles. I don't know how yeah, to describe it, it but that, I, hope, I hope makes sense. No, it does. It feels like tangible. It feels like you could be there, and it, it, you touch yes. it and reach out and feel it. It's a very well realized world. Um, saying that, um, I love that it's the opposite with Leia and Obi Wan, where they're hitching arrived with that weird rat man. You know when they first get uh, to that planet Fleck and is his name? and oh, uh, I don't remember. I think Flack is it Flack? Yeah, Freck. 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 I think it's Freck. Yeah, I've wrote Freck later Freck on. Fleck, yeah. So when Obi Wan's Obi Wan's walking down and he he says um, says I'll take the lead and you just stay quiet, <laughs> don't say anything. And as soon as they get up to it, she says everything and he says like two words. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a really nice dynamic. Um, but I genuinely felt tense. So anyway, basically. Obi-Wan and Leia find this transport thing, um, they get onto it because they're meant to meet somebody but they don't show up then this person who looks like a big rat or a naked mole rat or something called Freck, he picks them up in this tanker or a transport thing, they sit on the back and they find out that it's an Imperial um, Empire thing it's got like the little logo it on has, yeah. and then it stops and a load of stormtroopers get on with them and I genuinely felt tense I when did. they got I on thought I thought something gonna was going to go down they got to recognise him but no Auden and Luma uh, <laughs> 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 completely uh, 
uh, threw them off and well not completely it, it got a bit tense but you know what i love about the stormtroopers is they make them seem just like ordinary working people oh how was your day oh i don't know i've been working yes to the it bone. is they are just normal people <laughs> they're just normal people who just hate that they're not these evil people they're just doing what they're told to do and they just want to get home and have a beer um, they actually do because you could feel that that's what I mean that's what I mean about this world it's real and everybody feels like a real person it's no one's like a carbon copy yeah. of something that we've seen before yeah it was it was great but they start interrogating them didn't they a little bit well they asked them oh where are you from you know what are you doing here and yes they uh, they almost give it away because Leia starts yes Obi-Wan buggers yes. up Obi-Wan buggers up the name and calls her Leia it's ridiculous because I, I didn't realise and then the stormtrooper, but yeah, because you naturally know that she is Leia. Yeah. I didn't even realise. And then it's the stormtrooper when he says, "You just called her Leia." Yeah, I didn't like, oh, think that was her mother's name. And then he says it, and then you said her name was Luma, and it's like, oh, I thought I would just say that that was her mum's name. <laughs> that was her mother's name. <laughs> Still reminds me. But of it that. works though. Yeah, it, it works. What I don't get though is he just got her name wrong, and they suddenly had that as a. You must be a spy. We need to interrogate you further. It could have just been a slip of the tongue. Leia and Luma. Yeah, you know, we're, we're tired, we're stressed, what have you. Um, but yeah, he nearly gave up the gun, didn't he? Which obviously like shows to what you were saying, that he's not on it. He's not switched on at the moment. And no. it's all leading to him. He was scared him. and made mistakes. Yeah, it's all... It is, and he's, he's, it's all leading up to him having this reconnection with the Force. And... It'll be Qui Gon. Who does it? It will be Qui Gon is coming back. I'm telling you. Unless it's prediction. <laughs> no, we're not having Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. He can have his own series. He can have his own series. Um, <laughs> he could have his own series. Who knows? He might be back. Uh, he wants to come back. Samuel L. Jackson is up for it. Well, I feel as well that Hayden Christensen wants to explore more of Vader's story between Episode Three and yes, Four. Yes, he does. And there was a fan-made video, I don't know if you've seen it, of Vader having to hunt down a Jedi, and it's Mace Windu. He's been hiding in this like basement in this uh, temple, okay, because um, he survived Order 66, and I feel like if they made the series, maybe, where it was Mace Windu and Anakin, or that, or, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a Vader series, but one of the Jedi hunts down, it is Mace Windu. I would like to see that. I'd be for that. I'd be for that. I mean, he could do a Vader series where he's hunting down different Jedi, and every series, it's a different one who he hunts down. And Cal Kestis. But obviously, you know how... you know how, Yeah, maybe. I wrote about him earlier on. Yes. Later on, actually. Um, so, anyway, Freck, the um, weird rat man, he double-crosses them. Because he seems like the nicest guy in the world. He double-crosses them. Um, and the, this probe droid turns up. And Obi-Wan just straight murders people with a gun. He does. Yeah. He's just shooting away... Uh, all these stormtroopers absolutely murdering them and it's incredible because he shoots one of them and this guy falls from this roof and he gets sliced in half by like a light like it's like a lightsaber fence yeah it's like a laser gate isn't it and it it's it just so good i actually i actually had to rewind it and watch it again because i couldn't believe it was in it i loved it i you always see those things like, it was great. what would actually happen if someone touched it <laughs> and they never show like, what that's what would happen and that's now what we know happen. you get sliced and diced kid tough sliced luck sliced and diced hard what's luck from? What's, sliced what's and diced slice isn't dice? it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sliced and diced I want to say it's Teenage Mutant it. Ninja Turtles oh uh, dropping my phone slice and dice what 
are you from? Let's have a look. Slice and dice. Uh, I'm gonna put quote. Quote, slice and dice. Actually, can't see what it's from. Yeah, so the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game in 2003, when you'd attack them, it goes, slice and dice. Slice and dice. No, oh, no, no 90, idea. 1989 arcade game. I'm sure I remember it from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, Slice and Dice Shredder was an action figure as well from 1990. Well, There's a lot I'm to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, there is. I mean, yeah. that's that. I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What a great, a great franchise that was invented. I liked the little um, Easter egg in Goat Simulator. If you've not played it, um, I have played it too. And Pla- Ling Ling, 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 uh, it took well. They, cause that took you like four days, and I got it in two That's or something. Took me about a year. Um, <laughs> I think January I started playing the game, and I got the platinum in August. So best part of the wow. year. But yeah, there's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Easter egg: Ling Ling into battle, go fight the turtle as the trophy. So yeah. Anyway, I think that's what it's from. <laughs> it's the turtles. Well, thank God we cleared that up. <laughs> Um, so that guy gets cut in half um, and then this big transport shows up after Obi-Wan's finished murdering some people Um, and you think he's about to get shot but then the officer is actually a good guy and it's the person who was meant to meet them all along at the beginning they're undercover and she picks them up ten takes them not physically picks them up she puts them in a car and um, not even a car cars don't exist in this universe she put them in a transport let's say and they go to sort of a a traveller's hideout for people who are trying to get off of the planet and there's a wall with a load of things and she says there's some other Jedi that have been here so I've written down um, other Jedi um, was Cal on that planet Cal Castus (laughs) straight away but then Obi-Wan looks at the wall and he says um, Quinlan. Yes. Do you know who that is? Quinlan Voss. Yes, it's Quinlan Voss. Now, I completely forgot that that was a character, which is awful. Um, but I can't believe Quinlan Voss got a bloody name drop. Well, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, Ryan, about this Um Sorry to name drop him in the podcast. If he doesn't want his name known, I shall leave it at first name. And Shout out to you. <laughs> Ryan said, is that maybe who we see in the back to tank for the new Jedi Fallen Order or Je- Jedi no. Survivor trailer? Here. I was looking into this and it's not. I've, I'll have i try and send it to you later, um, but I know who it is. Right, um, okay. It is another Jedi, but it's not Quinlan Voss. Okay. <laughs> but you yeah, he just thought maybe because they've name dropped him potentially. But, uh... Maybe. Um, back to Tank. Um, what's it called? Jedi. Survivor. Just while you're searching that, though, um, on the note of, of the the guard actually being who he was supposed to come meet him, she makes a comment like, well, you didn't wait. <laughs> or like if you'd have actually just if he'd have waited a few minutes for her she'd have turned yes, up exactly. and I think this again I think they're intentionally trying to make us feel like Obi-Wan's lost it 
because it, he used to be very much about patience and we just wait and it will come to us and he learned that from Qui-Gon in episode one when he saw him at the laser fences just kind of waiting um, but there's the scene when him and Anna get caught in the laser trap thing on the invisible hand in episode three right at the start and he says what do we do yeah. and everyone says I say patience it just waits now now he's not patient anymore he just oh, it's not here we must go um, so yeah I think Qui-Gon's going to be like look what has become of you and he'll be like master I yeah, am what you I made mean... me <laughs> It, honestly, it might be like an other, like just the other way around. I can't find who it is. It might just be the other way around. Obviously, like compared to what it was like in the actual series, like uh, in the actual first three films, where the sort of like the powers are shifting, but it's going to be maybe the other way around. And I don't know. I'm just excited to see where the series goes. Yeah, basically. me too. It's going to be a good bloody time, no matter what happens. Anyway, Quinlan Voss gets a bloody name drop. Um, I really enjoyed the loader bot. Oh, he Man, was quite simple, more. wasn't he? But he was I want lovely. More loader bot. It was when they were like, "He's a loader bot. He doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. He can't communicate." It's like, I like, yes, he it. does. He was so Stop cute, being wasn't he? He was like, "I do my job and I do it well." <laughs> and then when he had that hammer and he was going to smash in, yeah, what a guy! Those. <laughs> he honestly he was going to protect the Jedi for all the bloody got. He protect. He attack. But most importantly, he load the goods on the back. Yes, we got like, we got the three we got the three double C's in there. It's a good, it's a great time. Um, yeah, I love the loader bot. And then suddenly, as they're about to all escape, Obi Wan has this sort of epiphany, and he has this feeling of the Force finally coming to him. And it's because Vader's there. He is. Vader is on planet. He's on what the hell's it called? Mapuzo. Vader is on Mapuzo. I've never said that before. <laughs> Vader is on my puzo. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't stop saying it now. Vader's on my puzo. Um, and Obi-Wan knows it. And he walks around his corner and he's walking down the street. And he is absolutely, he's like force choking people out. He's snapping necks. He's like, just just basically just killing some civilians. Just to try Brutal. and draw child Obi-Wan as well. out. He's at it yes. again with the younglings. As a kid comes out because he's, he he's choking someone, the kid, dad, and he snaps the kid's neck like it's nothing. Just I know. It's, I mean, and all the male characters that he killed were all called Owen. <laughs> if you didn't know, that was a um, that's a fun fact for you. Well, actually, no, was that a, that's a joke. <laughs> I didn't know if you were being serious. A, it, honestly, you never know. I could be being serious. I could not. Let's put it. I on think. IMDb I think the boy was probably called Liam. Happens. Probably. That was Liam, Liam who he killed. He got away during. Yes, it's Liam. He got away during Order sixty six, and he found him. <laughs> Liam, the blinds. <laughs> Unbelievable, honestly. Uh, but yeah, Vader's. I just put Vader's brutal, and um, and then Obi Wan comes out, and he's face to face with Darth Vader, and they both like ignite. Actually, no, they don't ignite their lightsabers. No. Obi Wan sort of stares at him, doesn't he? Obi Wan runs out anything. into the middle of nowhere, doesn't he? In the desert, in the dark, yeah. and then suddenly stops, and you see like the lights on Vader's suit coming yes. towards him, and then the lightsaber just zoom. And I thought I was like, "Oh God, are we actually going to get Obi Wan versus Darth Vader already?" And then Obi Wan runs away. He runs thought, away. Oh well. <laughs> and I thought yeah, exactly. He and doesn't I thought, want oh, the well. smoke. He's scared. He does. Whereas before he, he just stood his ground and be like. What has become of you, Anakin? Oh, he does say that eventually. But just like Anakin. And he'd be like, that name no longer holds any meaning to me. I was hoping for something like that, but we don't get it. Yeah. like I mean, the old Obi-Wan, 
he would have uh, like Vader would have been there and he would have just like walked out in front of him and just gone hello there hello there <laughs> hello there that I, honestly he, um, however he, he has said hello and I was waiting for a there at one point I don't know if it was the latest episode but he's definitely just gone hello he should have walked out and been like I see you've got new limbs you're shorter than I expected <laughs> Just a little throwback. That would have what he would have been like. He used to be so witty and cocky. He just didn't he care. Will. He's going to bring. He it just back. ran away. I don't know if that was him trying to buy. I I think it was a combination, partly of him trying to buy time, but also he couldn't face it. I but I don't know whether that's scared or whether he he holds so much guilt for what he's done. Like, I think he kind of wishes he had killed Anakin rather than making him into this monster because I think that's probably what he's thought is I didn't kill Anakin maybe he's not scared for his own safety maybe he's like what 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 have I made him what will he have yeah, become he's trying to I've figure it out to he was he's... angry he was full of hate and I've done this to him his kids are out there if he finds out about them are they in danger so maybe that's yes. where the emotion comes from I'd like to think like, that's it does does he know that Padme's dead Vader yeah, yeah, because um, uh, well, Palpatine, in doesn't Palpatine she? tells him, doesn't he? When he says, oh, "Where is Padme?" Shit. and he goes, "It seems in your anger you kill." It seems in your anger you killed her. Yeah, and he does. I'm not sure if this is canon. Does, I think he? it is canon. I think the VR game is canon, but he visits her grave. Right. Okay. He knows she's dead. Yeah, because right. they had the funeral and everything, and he would have seen that as well. Because they. They actually made her appear pregnant for her funeral, when when oh, they're carrying yes. her body on the boo because they want to they don't want him to know that she even had the children. Yeah, he's supposed yeah, to be the children. Yeah. Um, or rather, uh, the, the emperor is so that he doesn't try and use the children because um, that's that's who they think they're hiding the children from until he finds out Vader's alive and they've got to hide them from them as well now. Uh, but yeah, he yeah. runs away. He does run away. He runs away doesn't want to fight he's trying to figure everything out um and then i've written down what we've just said what have you become i am what you made me which is a really good line um now i've just vader is really strong jesus christ i've written that down um and then i don't know what i've just put oh that's what that means um and it's sort of this scene of Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan. So basically, they end up having a fight, but Obi-Wan doesn't want to fight him. He's just, just basically just, defend, just, just defending constantly. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to attack you. And Vader's just swinging at him. And it's cross-cut with scenes from the third sister. And there's a bit where she's trying to find the tunnel where Leia's just gone down. Yes. And she looks at a wall, and there's the Jedi logo on there. And... I think she misses the Jedi because she looks, she doesn't look angry she looks sort of I don't know, like sad but sad in a way that in a way that you look sad when you miss well, something People are teasing a redemption arc and she was one of those kids that was there on Order 66 right at the start of the series and they had the flashback and that yeah. she's trying to maybe she's trying to meet up with Kenobi so she can ask him for help and it's all a ruse Potentially um, and that's why she kills the Grand Inquisitor or tries to kill him to stop him getting to Kenobi and yeah. that she's going to have this redemption arc I don't want to see a redemption arc I want her to be a ruthless badass villain because Moses Ingram yeah. is playing her so incredibly well oh, she's so good I, I honestly like I was so excited for this character when when I saw 
the cast, and I'd never seen her in anything before, but I thought she looks really good in that role. She looks quite menacing. Um, the suit, the lightsaber, and the first few scenes where you see her serious tone and her anger as well, and her lack of patience, and I thought, this is the kind of aggression that I want to see from a Star Wars villain. We've had some that have just been, and, and they all work well in their own ways, like Dooku wasn't too aggressive, he was very patient and methodical and patronising, and the signature look yeah. of superiority, and that worked well, but it's nice to see, particularly because there's not been many women in the Star Wars universe. It's uh, or they've they've only well Leia obviously, <laughs> but it's nice to see <laughs> this character. I, I really like her, so I don't want the redemption arc. I want her to just be ruthless and evil. Yeah, I, I do as but well. But it would make like a good story. Said, like, it would make a good story. But like you said, she's a fantastic actor. Like every scene she's in it's she sort of like completely steals it doesn't matter who's in it she's very very good um but anyway vader and obi-wan are having this big big bust up big bloody bust up and there's this stuff and it gets all tipped over vader puts his lightsaber and it sets on fire and he grabs obi-wan with the force and basically just tries to burn him to death he or gives him, wants him to suffer, a little bit of a singe yeah. yeah wants him to suffer but then a sniper shot comes out of nowhere and this stormtrooper gets shot right in the face and it ignites the fire again and Obi-Wan manages to get away the loader bot helps um, him doesn't it yes the loader bot comes out grabs him and carries him away and I was thinking in that moment why can't Vader just force the Force pull. Well, he could probably stop the flames with the force, if I'm honest. He could. Um, he did. He did before. Well, didn't he? He, he stopped them. the flames. Yeah, because he said he wanted everyone to suffer, didn't he? He said, "Now you will suffer." He singes him and then puts the flames out, and then tells the stormtroopers to go get him. And you can clearly see the intention there is he wants to torture him. He wants to. He doesn't just want to kill him. He wants revenge. And I love yeah. that because that just shows that Vader isn't just some calculated object objective driven individual he still is when you see anakin at the end of episode three with all that anger and almost like arrogance and immaturity that he's just yeah. led entirely by his frustration his hatred you get that with vader he's acting purely out of his hatred for obi-wan rather than just uh i have a mission to get rid of the last jedi yeah and that's amazing it's it's a nice i think that's a really nice character development for Vader as well because it's like you expect to just come into it and it's like oh it's Darth Vader he's just going to be chopping people up but it's nice to see that he's sort of got a sort of like a little conscience underneath that yeah which is quite a nice thing um, now all good things must come to an end and it ends with Leia thinking she's escaped and she runs into the third sister and the Thirtis has actually killed the person who she's meant to be yeah. meeting up with. And I'm assuming Leia gets taken away. She runs away, doesn't she, Leia? But the third sister's obviously going to catch her. Yeah, I think she runs away. Did she run? I'm sure she turned around and started running. She runs away, yeah. but um, she's going to get captured. Easily, obviously. yeah. yeah. What I want to but know, that's... though, is if she, the third sister, I'm assuming, went through that tunnel, how did she get to the other side before Leia? I don't Unless she know. went around. I think she probably, yeah, I think she probably just tried to use the force to get around to the other side, um, and just like sort of knew the passage or where mm. it might have been leading to. I mean, that, that's a bit of contention what I've seen throughout it all. Yeah. What was the shot that you were saying which you didn't like because you didn't mention it? It was when Obi Wan was fighting Anakin, uh, Vader, right. Vader, sorry, and 
when they were on sort of like the little narrow path um and he was just vader was just chopping away at the lightsaber like hammering away they were showing it for about 10 15 seconds from about 500 meters away yeah you just saw these little lights flash on a hill and then when they showed it up close it was so up close that you couldn't really see what was happening yeah the lights on the sabers are incredibly bright and it just completes but i think that's um to show the uh, that's intentional that's artistic intention that is it's it's to show that one of them is good and one of them is bad it's very obviously for me though it wasn't so much that oh all you saw was the lightsabers it was more that i felt they were too close you couldn't see enough of the characters in shot to see their movement right okay which lightsaber was going where i just felt like it was a bit wobbly and shaky personally that was it i I liked i liked the fight scene it was good it was well timed again it shows obi-wan is incredibly weak and he says the years have made you weak um that was one thing that i really didn't like though is when he says you should have killed me when you had the chance i did not like that line it's so corny and cliche i do a terrible darth vader impression as well um (laughs) but it's so cliche you should have killed me when you had the chance i don't feel like it's very vader either Uh, either either (laughs) either i feel like vader would say something like now i will do what you did not have the strength to or something like that um, yeah, something like that. I think they've tried to make him more have Anakin dialogue. Yeah, but with Vader, so he's not because that is a very Anakin trans- thing to say. Like you should have killed me it when is. you had the chance. So yeah. it's not it's not fully transitioned into that Vader speech because he's only been Vader for ten years and he's getting into that role, into that character, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose maybe he becomes a bit more politically correct <laughs> yeah. in terms of like what the politi- political situation is in the later films. Um, he becomes maybe a bit more diplomatic. The Emperor, we know, keeps him in check and, and you know tortures him and things to keep him in line. Um, so maybe it is still, he's on his own thing. He's purely, he's not there. He's not trying to really strike fear. He's taunting him. He is just being arrogant and cocky like he yeah, always he was. Is. Yeah, I suppose he said you underestimate my power is a famous line whereas if we go to like Vader in episode 6 it might be something like my power is not something that you fully understand Um, yeah so it's a bit more formal yeah he's not got that formality formality comes into it yeah 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 yes yes I completely concur and agree with that conversation now obviously that's the end now these are a little bit shorter so that's like 45 minutes these are a little bit shorter than usual but obviously it is a TV show but in four weeks after everyone's done we will be moving back to the classic normal one and that will be Rogue Uno yes Rogue One Rouge Moulin Rouge One oh Moulin Rouge One featuring a familiar actor (laughs) yes he is in that isn't he He that's like that's an anniversary hasn't it like 20 year anniversary I think it was like yesterday or something I don't know um, but yes, as usual, we rate these films on a scale of one to five, one being the best, five being the worst, of how coarse the film was if it was made of sand. Now, obviously, that is a reference to Attack of the Clones when Anakin is talking about sand, and it's a stupid line which shouldn't be put in the film. But anyway, <laughs> what, what are you rating this episode? What do you reckon? We gave the last two a zero. I'm going to give this a 0. 0.5. Ooh, okay. For me, uh, there were just a couple of little bits that could have. Oh, zero point two. It was still amazing. Ooh, zero two. Zero. It's still amazing, but there are a couple of wow. little things that I thought 
I'm not quite sure. I might, it might be a case it gets to the end and I'm a bit like, oh, actually, yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. They've explained yeah. that now. But just because there are a couple of scenes where I thought the filming was a little bit off and also a couple of the lines I thought, mm, I'm not sure about those lines. Uh, and also right. because I don't understand why they're making Kenobi so terrified at the moment. But again, that might be explained later on. But for me, it was it was still very good, but I preferred the first two episodes to it. I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I love it. Maybe it's because the nostalgia I... hit me for the first couple um, and I was blinded yeah, by I, that. I, I agree. I, I mean, I agree. I think, like, I'm going to give this a one because I feel like the next three, something's going to happen in that, especially the last one where it's going to be way better than anything we've seen before. So I feel like yeah. I can't give it a zero. I can't give it a zero point two because it'll be too high. Yeah. So I'm going to go for a one, a solid one. I may go lower to a zero next week. See how good it is. But I really enjoyed it. But I think it it left a lot to be desired. But I yeah. feel like that was the intention. I feel like the next episode is going to be a slow burner, though. I feel like it yeah. is. It's gonna, then... We need to recuperate from what happened. He's going to be reflecting on what happened, and then. I, f- I feel like what it's leading up to is the series essentially it's becoming a bit like Mandalorian that he's on a side quest to save Leia. <laughs> um, I think yes, like that's, it pretty much is. I thought, oh, they're going to get the Leia stuff out of the way, and but now that was just a way to get him to find out about Anakin. Um, but no, I feel like Leia is integral to the whole plot. I feel like Luke isn't. <laughs> I feel like they just showed him there and that was it. But yeah, we're halfway it through. Nice we're only halfway through. There. there could be a lot more to come. There could be a lot more to come. Now, so there you go. So you're giving it a what? A 0. what? Three? 0.2, I think I said. 0.2, 0.3, and I'm going to give it a one. Now, the music should be playing somewhere in the background right now. Um, but that's everything from me. Once again, this has been the Babblers Guild. I'm Luke. That's Jamie. Hello. And we've had a good time. We have. So we'll see you next week for episode four of Obi-Wan can orbit. Bye! See ya.